0: Strength, speed, power, all things Dexan Athletics. Welcome to the Iron Dread Podcast. Here's your host, strength and conditioning coach, Chris Whitaker. And we're back here on the IDP for episode 10 of the Iron Dread Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Chris Whitaker we got a great show coming up for you today, recap of the week, Iron Dread Report, and a special part one interview with a good friend of mine, one of my best friends, and head football coach at the Kingston High School in Kingston, New York, my alma mater, Um, Coach Quentin Johnson coming in and going to be on the podcast, talking about all things strength and conditioning, coaching, teaching... Being a role model, positive person. uh, This is going to be a great, great show for all of our listeners with Coach Quentin Johnson. Again, this is only part one of two, so we'll have Quentin on the next two weeks. But first, let's fire up that horn and get into our weekly recap of Iron Dread Athletics. Athletes this week, we'll start with our hockey team. Boys Ice Hockey played on Wednesday and Saturday of the week. Wednesday, hockey took a 4-2 win against Lumen Christie. On Saturday, the 20th, hockey suffered a 4-1 loss to Cabrini. Wrestling was in action this week, twice as well, winning in a tiebreaker match against Lincoln on Wednesday 40-39 to 39, and they took second overall at Fowlerville's Mike Kelly invite our basketball teams played this week varsity basketball boys played at Chelsea and the girls varsity basketball team also played at Chelsea this week the girls came close but a 42 to 35 loss to the rival Bulldogs on Friday night and our boys our boys went out and led most of the game and came away with a 52 50 win over the rival Bulldogs shout out to our boys basketball team getting that big win Friday night got the chance to be there live it was exciting to see the boys go out there and take the W over Chelsea A cheer team was also at Chelsea this week, coming in second overall at the Chelsea Invite. And I had a chance to go and check that out as well. My first cheerleading competition, I saw the girls perform. Well done, girls. Uh, Keep up the good work. Now, looking ahead into this week's action on Tuesday, uh, all our boys and girls basketball teams will be in action, freshman JV and varsity, and they will all be playing Ypsilanti Community Schools. The Grizzlies uh, will be coming to Dexter to play our boys' teams, varsity, JV, and freshmen, and our girls will be traveling to Ipsy High to play there. Our boys' ice hockey will also be in action at Celine on Tuesday. Special start time, 7.45. They're different from the usual 7 o'clock start time for our hockey. On Wednesday, the 24th, wrestling will be squaring off against Ipsy, Skyline, and Pioneer down at Pioneer. Uh, Thursday, JV boys and girls basketball will be traveling to Pinkney to square off against the Pirates. Friday the 26th, boys freshmen, girls varsity, and boys varsity basketball will all be playing the Pinkney Pirates at home in Dexter. On Saturday the 27th, hockey will be at Skyline. So that's it for our weekly recap. And now we move on to the Iron Dread Report. Here we are for this week's Iron Dread Report, brought to you by Crank It Up DJ Service and Line Dance Instruction. Visit crankitupdjdancing.com for booking information. So this week we had a great week in the weight room. Started to teach the concept of the box squat this week to our students, both from the front bar position and from the back bar position, teaching them how to really sit back. We believe that the box squat is the future of our program, and we will really start to utilize that more because of the studies that have come out with using, using the box squat for depth and gaining strength in the hips where our athletes are truly uh, their weakest. We had our first, uh, second Wu-Tang Wednesday this week. I got to rock my new uh, Wu-Tang Clan hat this Wednesday, uh, Coach Parachek. Coach Matt Parachek, football team, he hooked me up with a sweet, uh, classic Wu-Tang Clan hat. So we got after that. We had some fun, a little more band, bands and chains coming into our, uh, our lives this week in the weight room. Going to continue to keep working with that. And uh, we're, we're slowly moving forward, and we're getting better. We're getting stronger. Put out the top 25 uh, attendance numbers today on Sunday for our student-athletes. So top 25 attendance of off-season kids, that's out there on the airwaves. Um, Yours truly also got to attend the USAPL High School Qualifier at Birch Run High School this weekend, put on by Barbellum Powerlifting Meets. I really enjoyed it. um, Saw boys and girls lifting um, and powerlifting, squat bench, deadlift. And it was a lot of fun to go check it out. I went to the meet because we have kids that are interested in our program. Uh, of expanding out Iron Dread to include a powerlifting team. So I was going to go and do my due diligence and check that out, and I really enjoyed it. Um, It excited me, and uh, I hope uh, to one day have some of our Iron Dread athletes represent our school and our program uh, in powerlifting competition, as well as yours truly is uh, considering taking up uh, a powerlifting meet myself. So we'll see what happens. Stay tuned on that. So, uh, that's really it for the Iron Dread report this week. We have uh, a modified schedule this week. I forgot to mention that. Um, with it being finals week, we have half days of school for students on Thursday and Friday. So we simply just took our Iron Dread sessions and moved them up to uh, line up with the half day. So we'll start our first afternoon session at 1135 and on both Thursday and Friday. So the sessions are still right next to each other, but we just moved them up to accommodate for the half day. So that's it for the Iron Dread report. We are coming back with our first part interview with Coach Quentin Johnson of Kingston High School, Kingston, New York. And we're back here live on the Iron Dread podcast Special guest in today, Coach Quentin Johnson, former um, high school teammate of mine, college teammate of mine in Kingston, New York, and the New York State College at Brockport. He's here with us today. He's now the head football coach at Kingston High School, our alma mater, and is a physical education teacher. Coach Johnson, welcome uh, to the Iron Dread Podcast. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate you having me on. I'm really excited. And
1: um it's a special thing that to be on here. I really appreciate it.
0: Hey, well, we're glad to have you. And I know you got a lot of good stories uh, for our listeners and a lot of good stuff that we're going to talk about because you're in a very similar situation to us as far as turning around a football program and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that as we get into the show here but let let's start about you uh talking about you you know our kids here in Dexter they you know they don't they don't know who you are so why don't you uh why don't you tell our listeners a little bit of, uh, of your story and where you come from and how you've gotten to where you are now
1: okay great well uh I guess the best way to describe myself is uh, I'm just a guy who I grew up, uh, as as you mentioned, in Kingston, New York, Uh, went to high school and middle school. Uh, When I was younger, actually, my family, we came from down south. Uh, We moved to New York, Um, and once I kind of got acclimated, I really enjoyed uh, being a a Kingston Tiger and going through the process of, you know, I played uh, three sports in high school, football, wrestling, and track and field, and I really enjoyed that, and then uh, I was lucky enough to uh, go to the college of Brockport, like you mentioned, um, and play football there. And, um, and then when I finished, uh, just like, you know, we did the same thing. We were like, Hey, let's go back home and let's work and and help kids. So uh, I think it's really a blessing that, um, I got an opportunity to do and love what I like to do. And then now I'm trying to help other people, you know, young kids do the same thing. So, you know, if I had to describe myself or tell you about myself, I would just say, Hey, I'm a guy who likes to help kids and help people and, um, you know, just make every day fun and enjoyable.
0: Yeah, that's great. I mean, we we know we, we talk a lot about it, and oftentimes we call up each other and we talk about different things with coaching and teaching. And, and you said it, you know, that's one of the things that I definitely love to do is is make things fun, make athletics fun, make my class fun. Uh, and that's one big thing that we have in common for sure. And I think if you were here in Dexter, you know, the kids here would really like like to have you around uh and you know hey we're we're bridging the gap here between dexter michigan and kingston new york uh, today well it's pretty cool and and that's how we're you know we're, we're moving outside of the
1: box and, and you guys are moving forward and we're moving forward and we're crossing state lines it's a pretty cool thing that's a pretty cool thing
0: yeah we'll get some uh get some more listeners to the iron dread podcast back home in kingston i hope so i hope so i'd be great so um we we talk about this is the iron dread podcast the you know, iron dread strength and conditioning program and you know you and i have discussed that a little bit uh when i was home over break you know came over to your house and with your wife paulina who, who's another good friend of mine as well uh, we, we would sit and talk strength and conditioning um uh, tell our listeners you know what, what does strength and conditioning mean to you that's one question i always ask all the coaches and teachers we have on here
1: well, I think I think that's a great question. I think strength and conditioning is uh, it's really a, a holistic approach to building a you know a better athlete. So um, the average Joe who goes to planet fitness or who goes to to work out, I don't think they're in the strength and conditioning and they're just into either you know conditioning or cutting burning calories. Uh, I think strength and conditioning to me is hey, it's building a better athlete so um, you know get them stronger, get everything in their bodies you know, ready to compete and perform at the highest level. So, um, and, and, you know, if you follow high school, if you follow college, obviously, especially the pros, you know, the, the number one thing that people look towards when teams are successful and, um, when teams are doing well is, is it comes back to their strength and conditioning program.
0: Well, for sure. I mean, we've studied many different teams, many different coaches across, the, across the country. Uh, one guy that, I follow uh, Kevin Vanderbush is his name. He's uh, at Ben Davis High School in Indianapolis. They've won six straight uh, 6A state championships, of so the biggest school uh, championships, uh, state championship in football in Indianapolis. Uh, and, I mean, your New England Patriots, uh, we're recording this on Sunday the 21st of January, and your New England Patriots just moved on to uh, they won the AFC championship game and they're heading to the Super Bowl in two weeks. And I know they, they got a good strength program up there, in, uh, up there in New England as well. Yes,
1: as a matter of fact, before um, the first three Super Bowls the Patriots won, uh, they had a strength coach, Mike. Uh, I can't remember his last name, but he was a guy, older guy. And before he was the Patriots strength coach, he was the strength coach for the Dallas Cowboys. I think he's back with the Cowboys now. So uh, he won three Super Bowls with the Cowboys in the 90s, and three Super Bowls with the Patriots in the early 2000s. And somewhere around 2005 or 2006, there was a big article about how successful the teams that he was the strength and conditioning coach for um, were. So, you know, in his years, I don't know, probably 20 plus, you know, he's had been on a part of six Super Bowl championship teams because of his strength and conditioning program. So very, very important.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, we see it all over. And I think one of the big things that got me... interested in strength and conditioning was how it was taught to us you know we played for tom Lachlan, you know a great football coach and well-respected football coach in our area back home in section nine in new york and he valued strength and conditioning and he taught that to us you know through, through you know everything he did yeah, 100%. Him and I talk
1: often because uh, I see him, you know, around school. And he told me he noticed when, when he made strength and conditioning more of a priority than uh, necessarily coaching football or, or the plays they were running, that um, he really saw the change in the year. He said he, the numbers went down, you know, from 45 to about 35. But he said there was no quitting the kids. And even the kids holding the bag were better bag holders because they had a strength and conditioning program that was so much better than it had been.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I think looking back to our high school t- days, it, it wasn't that we were running the latest and greatest offense or defense or special teams. Um, right. We were just bigger, stronger, and faster than everybody back then. And, uh, you know, I tell kids now about, hey, yeah, we had – We had guys across the board our our, we had two tight ends that were two stud guys that were about you know over 200 pounds each and two tackles Mm -hmm. that were near 300 a guard that was about 265 you know our center Mm -hmm. that was 235 and the smallest guy on our offensive line was uh old zach fritz at about 190 but he played like he was you know 225. You sure. Know, that's how we were successful. We we muscled people. We lined up, to put all eleven guys in a box, and said, "Try and stop us."
1: Sure, sure, sure. And there's something to be said for that. I think I, I think that over the years, with the the dynamic offenses and the dynamic defenses, I think I think you know times we lose sight of the strength and conditioning piece of hey, it doesn't really matter what scheme you're on as long as you are strong and you're fast, you're going to have some success.
0: Yeah. Hey, quote, the, the quote Coach Lachlan, not about the X's and the O's, it's about the Jimmy's and the Joe's. Jimmy's and the Joe's, 100%. <laughs> so, Q, uh, do you uh, you currently train? I know you you and Pauline are getting over there to uh, to the Mid-Hudson Athletic Club, the old gym that I, I used to train at. We used to train together when I was there. You guys still uh, getting over there every now and then? or you got Yeah, we, going we, on?
1: yeah I, I'll be honest with you. I can't call it training. I'm surviving at this point. I can't even say I'm maintaining I'm surviving. So we're doing, I'm in the process now. Of, um, you know I'm trying to do a little more, um, less weightlifting, a little more functional uh, strength, some more core strength. So I just recently got some kettlebells. Um, I got a total gym, as you know. Um, I've been doing a little more, I guess toning would be the word. So I'm trying to, I'm at a point in my life now where I've just transitioned a little bit uh, away from, strength and conditioning more to I guess some people call it the beach body uh I guess that's what you would call it but I'm far from the beach body
0: <laughs> yeah oh yeah that that I do remember now you bring that up over the break yeah, right you get that you got that little gym getting uh set up down there in your basement uh, yeah yeah we, yeah, yeah and, and you know whole. what that does is that just allows me to you
1: know, they use more free weights, you know, I do miss, you know, some of the benefits of the machines that, you know, you get at your local gym, you know, the lat pull downs and, um, you know, all the different types of cable rolls and things like that. But uh, I'm finding that, you know, using, using dumbbells and kettlebells and things that we used to use years ago is, which is kind of now, I guess, making a comeback, but, um, you know, I'm finding that, you know, I'm training in a little bit of a different way and um, and I'm enjoying it. So we spent a lot of time in, and I know you're probably still doing it. Uh, we spent a lot of time banging weights around right now. I've just transitioned a little bit away from that and I'll probably get back to it. But um, I turned 30. So I'm like, all right, well, since I turned 30, I better try and turn my body. And I'm trying to tone my body up a little bit so that because I know I'm going to have to start. Well, I don't know if I could say that, but I'm trying. So I'm training, but I'm not. Training the way that uh, you know the way we used to. You know we used to go in the gym for hours and squat and leg press. On I mean I haven't done some of that stuff in a couple of years. I can't. I have to say probably last time you were in Europe was probably last time I leg pressed. Uh, maybe not that long, but um, and squat. Last time you were here I put squatted. After that I haven't. I haven't got back in the squat. Well I've squatted. I don't want to say that I've squatted heavy. You know, I won't go past like you know, three fifteen or anything like that. Um, but the, every now and then I think I, I get up and I go, Man, I wanna lift some heavy weight, you know, so it all depends. But I think I think uh part of this whole process is, you know, the more and more I get involved with teaching and coaching, um the more I, I find myself indulging into the other people's workouts the kids workouts and things like that. And you lose a little bit of time for yourself, which is part of the reason why I you know, I wanted to kind of put a weight room in my basement. So if it's at my house, you know, I got really no excuse not to go downstairs in my basement and, and, and do some work and then, you know, continue with my day.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know what you're saying. I, I got to get up at, uh, at 4am and, and get myself over over to the school early you know first iron dread session starts at uh, 650 so i gotta get over there and get my training in and uh I, i've been i've been working you know still working with a little squat bench deadlift and working more of a powerlifting style training plan with max effort day dynamic effort day the same way i'm training the kids um and uh, i'm actually th- thinking about uh thinking about getting into a powerlifting meet so we're, where you're where you're working more towards uh you know protecting your body here making your body uh aesthetically better and healthier I'm, I'm starting to load down again like we did back in the day but uh, i i mean I, I i there's there's a good health component to it too and um
1: yeah and know. i gotta tell you well here's 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 part of the truth and,
0: and i'm not just saying
1: because you're here i don't you know yeah we had a great thing going i well, you know I, I feel like when i lost my lifted partner i'm like man i don't want to go in there and ask this guy standing over here looking at himself, doing curls in the mirror, if he can spot me on the bench or ask somebody, you know, so I think that's, that's a little bit a part of it. Um, me transitioning over. Um, and then just, like I said, just like, Oh, you know, I said, why don't I try this? And, um, and I think I will go back eventually like every now and then I go, Oh, you know what? I kind of, I'm tingling for the squat rack. Oh, I'm tingling for, um, you know, the, the, the leg press or even deadlift every now and then I, I do jump in and deadlift, but um, one of the biggest things we, you know, our high school just put a new weight room in. So there's lots of different things you can do in there. So, I'm, you know, when the time comes, I'm I'm definitely going to see myself get in there early, get a nice lift in before the kids, Um, you know, like I said, same lifts they're doing, you know, the other day I, I was demonstrating some power cleans and clean and press. And I was like, man, this still feels good. So I wouldn't be surprised if I make a comeback to the, you know, to the, to the power lifting.
0: Yeah. We'll get you there. We'll get you there. And you come out here and, uh, and visit us we'll, we'll we'll go in and we'll get a we'll get a training session in the iron dread weight room because i'll have to take you over there and show you what we're working with over there sure. we, got a, we got a pretty nice spot over there so we'll, we'll get over there and we'll do some uh we'll do a dynamic effort squat day or something for old times you know we'll speed sure. squat sure. squat into plus the box right like Ed Jaskolski would teach us back in the day right. that's right shout out plus shout you out you to Big already-
1: Ed. Plus, you already have the beach body down. You're
0: good to go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Christmas was rough. Christmas was rough on me. But we're getting, we're getting there. But, yeah. you know, speaking of bringing up, you know, we bring up Ed Jaskolski there at Brockport, the strength and conditioning coach at Brockport, talking about, you know, strength and conditioning making a huge, a huge impact in a, a team's success, man. Brockport in the final four this year. Football. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I, I think, I
1: mean, you know, as well as I know, walking around campus and, um, you know, the, the, the things that he had his athletes doing, which now people are writing articles about people are, are doing videos on, you know, he, he had athletes doing that, you know, I hate to say it 10 years ago, we were there. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, the bands and the chains and all those different things that, you know, and we were doing a little bit of it too, but I mean, they were doing it consistently from day one. Uh, we were just kind of just starting, you know, if we were, as we were, phasing out of our careers, that was becoming an everyday thing. And we just dabbled with it a little bit. So uh, now you can see, I mean, what a difference. I mean, just looking at their linemen, looking at their backs, looking at, I mean, it's just the speed. Um, And, you know, they played that national semifinal game and and they got down a little bit early. Uh, But I tell you, man, a big part of strength and conditioning is, you know, being able to last through that fourth quarter and they're running a no huddle offense and conditioning and the strength to, to last the whole game, you know, the whole 60 minutes. So, Pretty exciting stuff, and, and, and like you said, that that comes from their strength conditioning program.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've followed Ed closely since we left, and uh, another Brockport alumni of ours, a uh, Nate Harvey, he just put out a, a conjugate book, and and that's and that's what what Ed Ed does too. You know, it's this conjugate training system, and we the more I I learn about it, the more I start to progress our kids towards it uh, eventually. You know, hoping to go full-blown, you know, conjugate training system because f- from what I can see and you know, everywhere that the conjugate system has been employed, um, Ed at Brockport, Nate at the University of Buffalo, um, all these other you know, there's other coaches going conjugate with these kids, and they are not only significantly decreasing their injuries, but they are producing athletes like no other uh nate uses the example you know he was at university of buffalo in new york went they've been division one for 15 years for 10 of those 15 years nate's been the strength coach there he's no longer the strength coach but every team that worked with him being a division one school just in their infancy you know the top athletes of that level didn't want to go there right because they just became d1 like what you know why am i going to go to buffalo when i can go to another d1 school or you know go out out to another you know school out of a different state and i mean it, and it wasn't just football but the, these kids you know national championships um sure. swimming and diving you know m- multiple conference championships they trained with them track and field um, multiple con- conference championships and in, in his book he he talks about eighteen eighteen different athletes from the University of Buffalo in New York you know a little unheard of University of Buffalo in New York eighteen different athletes from their team went to the last Olympic trials for track and field. Oh, wow, eighteen, and it's all the conjugate system. So I mean what? it's for for us and and, and Dexter and I have I'm, I'm blessed to have the ability to make these decisions like that that's that's the direction we're heading man because i I want all these kids to to reap that success of their hard work in the conjugate system sure i tell you where you're heading i'm on your (laughs) coattails yeah so we we always share information so you know anything uh, anything good i get i'll send your way but getting back to you uh, we kind of got off on a tangent there. And that happens sometimes on the IDP. You know, we, we, we start talking about something good. We can't help it. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, you're when you are training and you're getting after it in your, your basement and you're cranking it up or, you know, you're in the gym and you got your headphones in, you know, we have our, our weight room song of the week that all our guests pick. And it's always their song that they would blast while they're training. You know, and I, I think I have a feeling. You know what this song's going to be because you know it goes way back for us but what's your song what's your song to blast while training uh the the number one song that i love and uh and i still blast it and i
1: still sometimes i be honest it comes on i get goosebumps uh our high school uh was the tigers the kings and tigers so uh by survivor a song from um i just want to say maybe 70 ooh, geez, 70 Maybe seventy six or seventy eight, nineteen seventy eight. But uh, it's from the Rocky Three soundtrack, "Eye of the Tiger." Oh, yeah. uh, and just when it comes on, it's just it's go time for me. So it comes on, it, my blood starts flowing. I feel good. I get excited, and uh, it really makes me feel like, hey, it's it's it, that really gets my juices flowing, gets me excited. So, uh, Survivor, "Eye of the Tiger." If you need to hear the song, if you need to watch the movie, if you haven't seen Rocky Three, watch Rocky Three. And I'll never forget when that beat starts dropping in the beginning and you see mm-hmm. Apollo Creed on Rocky with his footwork and then they're training. I mean, it's just a special thing. Uh, and then I think back to all the times we playing football and wrestling. Um, you know, that song would come on and and it just it's just a special thing for me. So when that comes on, uh, I'm ready to go. In fact, teaching, uh, teaching elementary school when I first started, uh, I had kindergarten, first and second graders. And I would teach all the kids, I had a tiger. That was one of my first things. I'm going to play a song. And by the time the kids were done in second grade, they knew. I had a tiger. They knew it was my favorite. So that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, they're walking out of the classroom singing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I would uh I,
1: put out the basketballs and see if they could dribble to the beat, you know, in the beginning. So I had some we had some fun
0: with it. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, and that, that song, too, it, it obviously hits home for, I think, for all the guys that we played with, you know, because I mean, I can think sure. back of of our band playing it, and I close my eyes and I oh. think about those nights. You know, sure. getting ready to play a game March. and you hear them you know. marching
1: down the field. You hear
0: that song playing. Yeah. yeah, it's a special thing.
1: You know, it's it's certainly a special thing. And I think a lot of schools, you know, they may have um, certain songs, but I really felt like, hey, we were the Tigers and we had this song, "I had the Tiger," and it really was a special thing. And I don't think a lot of, you know, I don't think a lot of schools have that. You know, almost like a, it was almost like our own theme song.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, we made it that way, and that that love and that that passion for the game and for our athletics in general that we feel—that's what it is. That song reminds us of of the what we committed to to be on that team, sure, and to be involved sure. in athletics. And I think that's that's what you know. You, you said it. It you know it sends. You know, your hair stands up. You get, you get goosebumps a little bit when you think about it. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here talking about it, and it's, it's getting to me. And it's that, that love and that passion for the game that I think got us into coaching and, and is what we're trying to teach every 100%. kid, every kid we, we work with, whether they're a football player, a wrestler, you know, a swimmer. It, it doesn't matter. We want them to feel what we felt for athletics and learn what we felt. Yeah, you learn what we learned from athletics. You know, and that's and I, all that reminds us and I truly believe that's how the cycle continues. We're back doing this
1: because we enjoyed it and it meant something to us. And the way we feel about it, I want to help as many people as I can, feel you know, the way I feel, you know, about, you know, athletics and, and, and you know, training and, and you know, competing. If, if you can have the experience I had, then you're going to have a good, you know, you're going to have a good life because
0: it really, really, really helped lead me to where I am today. Absolutely. I I 100% agree with everything you just said, 100%. Um, And that if it was not for athletics and the mentors that we had through athletics and the time that we spent, you know, committing ourselves to something bigger than us, I I would not be where where I am today, for sure. For sure. All right. So we'll we'll move on in our our, uh, thing here. Um, Looking at... Anything uh, for you that you may have uh, coming up in the near future professionally uh, or personally? I mean, you got anything exciting coming up? We're going to talk about your development in the Kingston Tigers um, in a second. But anything else exciting coming up in the near future for you? Um, the,
1: most, the most exciting thing was this past July, as you know, uh, here or there, I got married. Uh, so that was an exciting thing. Um, uh, you know, other than that, I, I think hopefully my excitement is starting to, to, to wind down a little bit. I, I got married. Uh, I switched over to, you know, like you said, take over the football team here in Kingston. And I also changed jobs. I was teaching at a different school and I came over. So uh, I had a lot of excitement this last year year into the summer, into this fall. So uh, right now I'm just looking at relaxing and, uh, you know, we're planning uh, my wife and I some time to uh, go on vacation. And um, I guess I'm at that point in my life now where my exciting time is going away on vacation. So um, other than that, nothing, nothing too crazy, but uh, I feel like I I did all the craziness last year. Um, So now I'm on kind of like relaxed mode. I went to, uh, right at the end of the, the school year, I went to the university of Notre Dame to a leadership conference Um, and that was very, I mean, that was, that was awesome. So, uh, I was right on the university, um, grounds and, and, and I walked around and I saw the football field and the hockey arena and we got to, uh, meet and greet the women's basketball coach, uh, Muffet McGraw, who's a hall of famer. Um, in fact, she'd probably have, if it wasn't for UConn, she'd probably have 10 national championships. Um, but yeah, so I I think I did so much like over the last year that at this point I'm in like, kind of like. I'm in like downshift mode um yeah so but downshift's okay it's okay
0: yeah it can't be uh, can't be full go 100 miles an hour all kinds of crazy things changing and whatnot no no you gotta settle in at some point yeah
1: I'm I'm in I'm right now my toes are dug in I think so now I'm just kind of like all right, let's just keep pushing forward and and, you know have some fun with what I'm doing but in, in terms of big big plans you know getting married and you know starting two new jobs and going to Notre Dame and um, you know, those are all things that I did like all like in the same couple of months. So right now I'm kind of in, in downshift
0: mode. Okay. Well, when you went out there to Notre Dame, you weren't too far from us uh, here in Dexter. You know, what I noticed about Michigan is, uh, you know, when somebody says that something's not too far away, at least with uh, with Katie here, she tells me that when things aren't too far away, they're they're actually uh, about an hour away. <laughs> <laughs> so well, <laughs> you were about three in Notre Dame? Well, I think my flight from, I
1: flew from um, Newburgh, New York to, I want to say I flew to Detroit. And then my flight from Detroit to Indianapolis was like 40 minutes. So mm-hmm. um, I wasn't far, like you said. Yeah.
0: Oh, you were in Detroit. Detroit's 45 minutes. Uh, the airport is 45 minutes from uh, from where we are here. So you were, you were right oh. there close by. Like we're talking so about one, going on the road. <laughs> to uh, the Michigan Notre Dame game this year. They open up the season. Michigan football opens up the the game open up, opens up their season this year at Notre Dame.
1: Wow, that's that's going to be a good one and that'll be a fun. They got a great it's a great little campus. Uh the thing that's interesting about the Notre Dame campus is um Similar to like like College that I know you know. Um, you know, you're you're almost like you just drive on the street and all of a sudden you make a left and a right and a left and then you just boom, you're in the University of Notre Dame. So it's a pretty you know, it's a pretty I mean that that's what a lot of people call the holy grail of um athletics and sports just because of the you know, the Virgin Mary and the Roman Catholic tradition. So it's that that definitely I think would be worth that not a long drive.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll we'll go down there and check it out. And we got to get you uh, – again, we'll get you out here and we'll, we'll get you down to the University of Michigan because that's a pretty cool spot as well. So we'll stop there with part one of our interview with Coach Quentin Johnson. Come on back next week to hear part two of our talk. We're going to take a quick commercial break with a word from our sponsors, and we'll be back to close out our show and – Play our weight room song of the week, chosen by our special guest, Coach Quentin Johnson. The Iron Dread Podcast is brought to you in part by Crank It Up DJ Service and Line Dance Instruction, available for all your DJ and Line Dance needs. Please visit Dj Dancing.com for booking information. So crank- So, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again this week. It's time for your Weight Room Song of the Week. So,
2: like, rats, spilling these long as you feel it. The
0: Weight Room Song of the Week. So here we are, our weight room song of the week this week as chosen by our special guest, Coach Quentin Johnson. It is Eye of the Tiger, Survivor. Crank it up. (laughs) ¶¶ Have it, folks. Eye of the Tiger by Survivor, chosen by our special guest this week, Coach Quentin Johnson. Remember, you can hear that song and all of our Iron Dread weight room songs of the week on our Iron Dread weight room song of the week Spotify playlist. Find it on all our social media platforms at Iron Dread underscore SC on Instagram and Twitter, as well as at Coach underscore Whitaker on uh, on Twitter and at Coach underscore Whitaker 66 on Instagram. But that's all we have for our show this week. Remember, come back next week to hear part two with Coach Quentin Johnson. But until then, remember, strength is never a weakness. Tough people always win. We are on a quest to become dread stronger. I'm Chris Whitaker. See you next week here on the IDP. Thanks for listening to the Iron Dread podcast. Please note that all views and opinions expressed in this podcast are the sole views of the individuals stating the opinions and not the views of the Dexter Community Schools. Also, please note that all music used in this production of this show is the sole property of the artists and recording labels from which the music came. You can follow the Iron Dread podcast each and every week via SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Like, share, and subscribe to have new episodes automatically downloaded into the device of your choosing each and every week. Please leave a five-star rating and review and help support the show. Thank you for listening to the Iron Dread Podcast, and we'll see you next time.